Hi, and welcome to season three of the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. This season, I'll be checking in with the staff to see how they've been holding up these last few months. On that note, I would like to welcome to the podcast our Women's Ministry Director, Cynthia Blaze. Hi, welcome, Cynthia. Hey, Shannon. So good to have you. Thanks. It's awesome to be here. Yay. So I just want to know, how has life been for you and your family? What's been going on with you guys? Give us kind of a snapshot of what the last seven months has looked, has looked like. Uh, the last seven months have been kind of crazy. Like uh, when we started out, like if we rewind back to like March, April, like when, you know, everything just shut, shut down so suddenly, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was Friday the 13th that the kids all heard that they are not going back to school. And the same with the parents. Like we had no was that warning. Friday the 13th? It was. It was Friday the 13th. <laughs> I don't know if We're I ever connected the dots on that. <laughs> oh, yes. We have, us mamas. So everything just shut down. And they were saying like, oh, you're going to be back after spring break. But like, oh, my gosh. I and some other moms were like, there's no way. We're not ever going back. And so gosh, wow. there was just a lot like stress obviously on all of us and I know so many people as well not just our family but you know suddenly we had all of us in one space where my husband used to go to work now he's at home um I'm used to working at church I'm at home the kids used to be in in school are now trying to do distance learning and it was so stressful just figuring out the different logins and how to get them onto the programs they're supposed to be on it was like a full-time job just trying to it was so stressful. So um, I quickly realized that like none of us were thriving. But the question that I really was asking myself and kind of asking even friends around us is like, what will we be like at the end of this? Like, I want to be able to say at the end of this, my marriage is better and stronger. My relationship with my kids is better and stronger. And so I'm really thankful that God gave me that perspective as I began to think about um, what is this going to look like over the next couple of months, over the next months? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there were good things. And I think we've all been able to cite good things like, oh, my gosh, our neighbor's dogs kept getting out and like running through the street. So we didn't know them, but we walked over and knocked on the door and we're like, hey, you want us to take your dogs for a walk? And it became like, <laughs> our thing. like for months when the kids didn't have PE and they didn't have, you know, any of the fun things they typically did, their gymnastics and jujitsu and soccer and all that stuff. We walked the neighbor's dogs. Yeah, and, and you got to have, know the neighbors <laughs> that way. We had a blast. We would often go because we know a lot of um, the kids. You know, the great thing about living in Bird Rock is that all the kids live right in the community. So we would walk the dogs. We'd go knock on our friend's door. We'd stand six feet away. We'd like it was. It was kind of like our little fun thing we did together. Um, and you know, even like with work, there were good things. Like I learned to do remote podcasts for the mom life podcast. I had never done a recording except inside our church sound room. And so to figure out how to do it from a distance was an amazing blessing. And now you and I are using the same program right, that right. we figured out. Yes. Um, you know, I figured out how to do Zoom Bible study and Zoom mom life. So there were the things that were ended up being good, but it was just, it was such a stressful time of my husband and I juggling things. And um, I was just so thankful when school was done. And um, when I came on staff, Paul and I had talked about how I take six weeks off over the summer just because I have kids that are younger. Right. And there's not a lot that happens for women's ministry in the summer. So 
Um, I was so thankful when that happened. Um, but even that was like this continual time of mourning because the kids had camps that were canceled. We had family camp that is just like the heartbeat of our family. We love it right. so much was canceled. Right. So then it's like, I kept saying the dominoes are falling. The dominoes are falling. Right. It's like another thing that we're mourning the loss of. Um, but I just began thinking like, I need to create opportunities for my kids to thrive. And so we ended up adding in some amazing things. I think we've had an incredible summer. We went to Bass Lake and Yosemite together. We um, went river rafting down the Grand Canyon with my family. I took Axel backpacking for the first time. Then I went backpacking with some girlfriends. We literally are just back um, this fall from a trip to Zion. So I feel like we've been trying to think about how can we be safe and healthy and outside and really thrive. And I think mm -hmm. that's been amazing for us. Um, another cool thing was when church wasn't meeting, there's a number of us families who just got really tired of being on Zoom. And so we would still obviously listen to the, the sermon and be part of um, the online church service. But then we would all go down to the beach on Sunday mornings and we created our own beach church. Right. And it was an incredible time of some of us families being together and thriving. And, and I think like when my kids look back on pandemic, what do I want them to remember? I want them to think, oh my gosh, I was with my parents more. I want them to remember beach church. I want them right. to remember like all these different cool things that we did. Um, so another thing that was, I was kind of processing during this season is we started reading this book. We're preparing this book for mom life that we've been doing this fall, the ruthless elimination of hurry, which I have to say, if you have not read it, read it. It's not a book designed for moms. We're just doing it in mom life. Right. It has great. been a revolution. Mm -hmm. um, it's a pastor out of Portland. Um, writes this book on how really our modern age is really like killing our spiritual lives, our spiritual selves. So, I began kind of making some changes even over these last couple months in line with um, some of the practices in this book, really putting a morning um, quiet time back into my life. And it's just been, actually, I feel like a really sweet season where I am feeling closer to the Lord and I am feeling like I'm growing spiritually. And I'm thankful that this season has really helped us to kind of um, focus on what's most important. And I guess the last sort of big thing um change is that through all of this i was really asking the lord like you know what do you have for our family regarding school because i just knew that we couldn't go back to what we've been doing in the spring that it was too stressful for our family and um, after a ton of prayer and seeking god for wisdom we decided to move the kids to the children's school this year so they are in an amazing school um so at this point it now the this fall i feel like we're actually really in a great routine again my husband is still working from home which now he has a quiet home which <laughs> he loves he's never and, gonna leave um, i'm working, <laughs> working from home right right I think his commute he's less stressed out right, it's definitely. great um, and then i'm working here and the kids are in school and so we've actually settled into a routine that pretty much feels like normal i mean there's weird things like obviously the kids wear masks all day and at first, they couldn't have any balls. They had a, their first month of school. There were no balls. There was oh, no gosh. soccer. There was no like, Oh, gosh. They were so excited. I picked them up when they were at school, and they're like, just like a week ago. And they're like, Mom, we've got soccer balls today. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we've had to do a lot of activity. But I would say at this point, our family um, is really thriving. Um, we've been really focusing on what 
is um, most important and just enjoying this incredible creation the Lord has given us and mm -hmm. doing the safe things we can do that um, you know, bring joy and bring spiritual renewal to our family. Right. Well, I have to say, just as an outsider viewing you and your life and how you've handled it, you have done an excellent job with the whole thing. Parenting, work, uh, being a wife, everything, a friend, you have done a really great job, Cynthia, and you're a model for so many, um, a role model for so many in that. And I know that you like to say that you're an Enneagram, what, one? Is that what you're yes, perfectionist. But mm -hmm. you have been a good pivoter. <laughs> you're very flexible. You've been very flexible in all of this. And I don't know if that's a hallmark of Enneagram One. So I think that wing seven has been coming in coming in strong. That's my seven, yeah. Yeah. My, I my think seven. So. But yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I hope my husband and children would say the same thing. They might not always. But I appreciate it. That's the way it looks. Well, from the yeah. outsider looking in, that's how it looks. But speak, <laughs> speaking you. of pivoting, let's talk a little bit about women's ministry and how you've had to pivot there. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, the big thing was just going online at first. You know, in the spring, we put Mom Life and Bible Study online, and that worked for a season. But I really, in sort of the similar way with uh, my kids wanting them to be in school, I just really felt like we can't, we can't keep this up. We need to create a way to be in person. I think that's one thing that um, COVID has shown us so much is how the Lord has designed us to be in community. Right. And when we're not in community, we really, really are not thriving. Um, we are not designed to do this alone. And so we need, I believe, that physical time of being together to grow um, spiritually and to be encouraged in our own faith journeys. So, um, so this fall then, after, you know, a lot of prayer and working with the church, we decided to um, bring back both Mom Life and Bible Study in person. Um, Mom Life has been an amazing, great little crowd. There's a number of women who are getting babysitters to come, and I'm just so proud of them. And encouraging, I keep encouraging them to, like, you know, have your babysitters come for a lot of hours and right. find some time to just um you know be renewed because having you know zero breaks as a lot of these moms do right now with their kids at home for distance learning um it's just so stressful to not have any time to feel like you can just go shopping you know go to the right. grocery store easily, easily or, or simple things that make us happy like getting our hair and nails done you know it might sound frivolous but those things it just give us a little bit of space to breathe as moms and not feel like things are constantly on top of us. Mm -hmm. That's a really, really hard season right now for a lot of women. So um, I'm so proud of these women who are uh, getting sitters and coming and um, even expanding their hours. And there's a group of girls that meet before mom life and get coffee together. And I just love it. I'm so proud of them for um, focusing on what's important, yeah. their encouragement growth because that when we do that we become better moms right um when we are fed when we're fed by the lord when we're fed by encouraging friendships so um that's the bible so mom life has been awesome it's been happening in person we've been reading this book the ruthless elimination of hurry which has been incredible and then bible study has been really cool we um are doing a combination of it being live in person and then at the same time a live simultaneous zoom right and that has been amazing the cool thing is, is that I have found, I sort of originally thought, let's do Zoom. So our, kind of our older crowd 
who probably should not be coming in person will have an opportunity to still be part of it. But I quickly realized that it actually has expanded our reach. I have women in different states, actually, who are now Zooming in. Wonderful. I have moms who are stuck at home for distance learning, you know, who are Zooming in. Great. So um, I've been kind of pleasantly surprised to see how that's really working out. Um, And I'm excited by that. So, um, and then we're... I'm hoping to, um, one thing I'm kind of, well, I'll, maybe I'll do that in a minute when we talk about the future, but I guess the other pivot is we're still kind of figuring out at, you know, what our women's conference is going to be. I really want it to be in April when we have our date set or April 24th. Um, and Lord willing, we'll be able to do it then, but, um, we'll, we'll still see kind of how things go, right? how, how things continue to unfold yes. in this pandemic. <laughs> yes, we will see. Well, you're such a positive person. And so you've definitely talked about the opportunities that have opened up, but have there been some struggles in women's ministry? Like personally, have you had moments where you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Has, have there been some challenges that have come along the way? Probably early on when we were really all at home and all on top of each other and I was really wanting to keep the podcast going and trying to figure out how to do recordings from home and keep the kids quiet. Right. <laughs> it's, you know, that was definitely more of our stressful time. I think what I'm more personally right now, I think what's just the hardship for me is just seeing how many women out there are just really struggling, whether it's the mom struggling with um, having zero space and time for themselves or, you know, some of our older women who just are feeling isolated and lonely, like, I think that's what really um, breaks my heart right now is just seeing that I feel like the Lord has carved out space for me to be in a situation that allows me to return to ministry with like a focused mind and not a divided mind as I was in the spring. Mm. But I really have a burden, I think, for a lot of women who are just really still struggling. Right. Well, and I do want to encourage people, you know, if they can, if they're able to come in person, you are offering two great in-person opportunities. And it's very safe. It's, you know, we have this beautiful courtyard. We're blessed with great weather in San Diego. And so uh, people are able to spread out. It actually is really lovely being outside. I mean, do you feel that way? I, I feel like, it. I mean, I feel, at some point it's going to get a little cooler maybe, but uh, it, it's just been a beautiful experience to be out there. And it's so nice to see people and talk to people and do that in a safe way. People you wouldn't necessarily see on a regular basis. It's just lovely. It's been a lovely experience. So great job with that. Thank you. I agree. I'm really enjoying being both outside. The only, the only problem is the seagulls. They oh, like yeah. to let... They like to teach Bible study too sometimes. Right, right. And then and then there seems to be biplanes that fly around. Yes. <laughs> There's, it can be noisy once in a while. <laughs> I, I remember yes, one time I, I, was, I was trying to pray out loud at Mom Life and I, I felt like uh, Satan jumped in and that biplane just kept circling and circling. And I thought, I guess, I guess uh, no one gets to hear this prayer that I prayed. Because this plane is so loud, <laughs> but that's okay. I almost wanted to stand up and rebuke the plane. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly. That's how it felt. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I know you're a planner. Uh, so, what do you uh, think? 
as, as much as you can tell, uh, what do you think the future might hold for women's ministry at the church? I will definitely carry on with the same things that we're doing, you know, Bible study and mom life. Um, the other thing I've been really thinking about is, you know, what, what can we do safely right now? I really, really hope that we can do the one day conference in April. That's definitely my heart's desire, yeah. but I used to be really like sad and almost angry. Like at first it was supposed to be this October. And when we had to move it, I was really, really bummed, but I think God is just sort of, changed my heart and my attitude about it. Like I would love to do it in April, but if it's not what God has for us, that that's okay. And that cool thing that I'm seeing is what are our opportunities now? What can we do? Um, one thing that we're be, I'm just beginning to help facilitate more of is um, share groups. Mm -hmm. So a share group is a really simple model and it's a simple idea. It's a group of women who commit to meeting together regularly just to share their hearts and to pray. It's not a Bible study. It's just an encouragement group. I'm part of a share group that has been going on probably for six or seven years now. And it's become really my life source of feeding my soul. We walk through a lot together. We share the stuff that's really kind of messy. And um, having these other women of faith to walk next to me and um, encourage me has been like I probably the biggest blessing in my life. And um, which is awesome because I feel like I have a lot of blessings. Right. Um, but the, so I'm, I, and I know there's some other groups that have sort of done that as well. Like I know Shannon, your crew group. Right. Let's continue to meet. Are you guys meeting group. monthly? I think we are. It's a great group. Yeah. yeah. I think monthly is a really doable amount of time. So we're starting right now trying to, bring together um, some of the younger women associated with our church. There's some 20 somethings. Um, there's another group of moms I've just coordinated. They're going to be meeting together for the first time um, with the idea again of being a committed monthly group where you carve out time in your schedule. You don't, you know, do your um, date nights or your, yeah. you know, you just, you, this is the one time a month that you focus on. So, and I'd like to begin one probably for women in kind of the 55 age group plus, um, not that we can't sort of mix our age groups, but at the same time, it is nice to walk with women through the same seasons in our life. Right. Like those of us who are moms raising our kids together, we just are in the same season and 20 something girls are in the same season, 55 to 60 plus women are in a different season. Right. And so that's something we can do right now is really create specific opportunities for women to grow in community together. So I'm excited about that. Um, we're also, it's its tentative. It's not final yet, but we're also thinking of doing a um, women's worship night this fall, which um, I'm excited about yeah. that. Just really simple worship. Somehow. <laughs> prayer. Somehow. Singing, maybe. Well, I, think we're, I think we're outdoors in probably a beach or a park setting is what right. we're looking at. So right. it has a lot more... Um, flexibility yes so um <laughs> yeah. I, I think the one the thing about covid is it's helped me to focus on um doing less but doing what's important mm. and um the podcast too has been awesome i'm still doing the mom life podcast mm -hmm. and i've started reaching out to women in our country actually who are christian leaders and asking them if they'd share their story and a lot of them are saying yes because awesome. they don't 
have their typical speaking tours going on right now. Right. So that's something I'm super excited about. It's very so I feel like, yeah, so I feel like I want to focus on really um, the heart of God and what he has for our, our women, creating community, connecting to each other, um, connecting to God. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in large group settings to make that happen. Right. And right. sometimes the smaller ones are what really speak to our hearts. Right. So that's what we're doing. That's good. I love it. So, so that kind of leads well into um, how has God shown up in your family and ministry? Because it almost seems like uh, God is helping you think larger and more uh, global almost like how can mm. my ministry be larger than just this church? So how have you seen him show up? Yeah. You know, that's interesting, Shannon, because um, I think one thing I have also actually like really sort of recentered my heart on is that my ministry is to the women of our church right, and our community. And that if the Lord brings other opportunities for us to be able to witness to a larger group, that's great. Mm -hmm. But I really want um, the women in our, my goal is that every woman in La Jolla would come to La Jolla press. And I feel like that would be my barometer of success. Right, right. Or at least I never, but entirely, well, I shouldn't say never. On the <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can't predict anything so, right now. Right. At least not until no. 2021. <laughs> I think I'm waiting for the Lord. We can never predict anything. Right, exactly. Um, I think the way God has been showing up is helping me to actually focus on him and his heart more. Mm -hmm. um, studying Romans has been powerful for me this fall and teaching it. And I've loved diving into his word. Um, I mentioned earlier that getting a real... Um, quiet time back into my schedule has been so fulfilling for me. I feel like the Lord has been showing up so deeply to me through that. Um, so I, and he, you know, he always comes through. I was so worried about school and what would happen for the kids and my sweet children not thriving. And now they're in this incredible atmosphere where I actually think it's a better fit for them than where they were previously, mm. which is amazing to me. And at school, I would never have considered. Right. So I think I'm just seeing God's faithfulness, reminded of his incredible glory through trying to do experiences outside um, and just really trying to focus on his heart for me and my family um, and our community. Right, right. Oh, I love that so much. Um, you know, at some point, COVID will end all of this, we assume. <laughs> so no, Shannon. <laughs> oh gosh, of I, course. I don't know. I don't know. But what lessons or ideas or thoughts or things changes do you hope stick around? I hope um, the focus on moving slower and connecting with our families, with our neighbors. Like my sweet parents are in their seventies. They have started sidewalk cocktails. And regularly, Love they it. sit outside in the street. They have and on the sidewalk. <laughs> on the sidewalk, their neighbors bring their beach chairs. They all bring their own cocktails. They sit, you know, at least six feet away from each other. Oh, they started with, I think, twenty feet. I'm a little closer. 
and they used to just yell at each other from across each other. Oh my gosh. Um, but, and I've heard that from a lot of other people, how they're just spending more time with their neighbors, right? which I think is so cool. Um, I love that we are really thinking and evaluating what we put on our plates. Like I think I've talked to, I've talked a, a lot with the women, the moms in our community, how we all were like kind of crazy chickens or hamsters on hamster wheels, you know, running our kids from activity to activity to activity. I remember like debating with my children whether they were going to play baseball and soccer last spring and all that time debating it and neither ever happened. Right. Right. <laughs> we walked on. So I think that we, a lot of us have been forced to stop. Mm-hmm. And while that full stop isn't necessarily healthy, uh, one of my girlfriends is hilarious. She's like, we all used to be, she's got, she's a blended family with four kids between them. She's like, we all used to be ships passing in the night. Mm. She's like, right now, the ships are all in the harbor. Right. We kind of want the ship to leave. It's time for some <laughs> of the ships to sail. Right. Feast or famine, right? We need something in between. So there's a sense that being fully, you know, um, enclosed and home is not necessarily the healthiest right. thing either. Um, the full stop. But I think the full stop has caused a lot of us to then think about what do we put back on our plates? What is important to us? And what I really want as a mom is to be seeking the Lord for each of my children and not just to be kind of grabbing at different opportunities. Oh, they have to learn Spanish. Oh, they have to learn Latin. Ah, they have to be mm-hmm. amazing at this sport, you know, mm-hmm. but what the Lord has a direction and a plan and a heart for each of my children. So what is that? And if I can zero in on what his heart is for my kids, then I don't have to be grabbing and stabbing at everything. Right. I can just simplify and focus on his heart and zero in, narrow in on activities or opportunities that they thrive in, that right. they enjoy, that they have fun and, and to, to move slower. So I think that's what I'm hoping is that COVID will help us to focus on um, what God has for us to move slower, to put less on our plates, to spend more time with our neighbors, to enjoy God's amazing creation. I mean, I think so many people who are used to international travel have pivoted to these great national parks that we have here and right. our country, which are gorgeous. I have been lucky to travel, do a lot of travel around our world. And the Eastern Sierras here in California are like my favorite place right, in the whole world. Right. I just think they're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I think that those are the things I'm hoping is that we will maintain the sense of slowness and community and focusing on God's heart versus getting back on a hamster wheel and be crazy little chickens pecking at every opportunity. But I've thought so much about the sermon I preached last August, a whole year ago, where you know my title was, are we chickens or sheep? And the idea is, yes. <laughs> God calls us to be sheep that follow the shepherd's voice. And the shepherd leads us to green pastures and quiet waters. He protects us from danger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a loving, sweet relationship. And that so often we have a hard time being these little sweet sheep that just follow the master's voice. Mm-hmm. We want to be the crazy chickens at every opportunity around right. us. So I've been reminded about, um, you know, that we are, we are just supposed to be little sheep right. to follow along and it's good and it doesn't have to be crazy and it doesn't have to be hard. It can just be 
simple and mm-hmm. yeah right we we place way more of a burden and expectations on ourselves than than Christ ever has placed on us <laughs> he does not expect all of that from us <laughs> he doesn't totally. expect soccer and karate and <laughs> all of those things that we do it's it is a hamster wheel and piano, and piano, and drama. right yeah. <laughs> right it is so much. So are there any uh, thoughts or announcements that you want to share before we wrap up? Um, feel like I may have done them. Yeah, already. right. You've I done think, a good I job. You're very comprehensive. So starting the new share groups is something that um, if women are listening, I want to reach out to me about if they're interested in being in a committed group of women in their same peer group. Um, I want to know and I will help you um, find a new group. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not attending these groups because I cannot be everywhere, right. but I am helping them start it and finding the right women to, to grow in community together. Right. And you have your own group that you attend. I do. And they're amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Cynthia, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and our wonderful director of communications, Jim Cedric.